Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. It is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. And of course, as always, I'm with my man, my co-host, Mr. John D. What is good? What's going on, man? You know, just still living life and uh, breaking it down one day at a time now because I was coming here to have things that I've done throughout the week. And I spoke with my sister today. Yeah. And um, she's really happy for me. For the for the podcast? Yeah. She's like. Really? Yeah. Speak you know, on it. What's she saying? <laughs> she was like, now you can help me. What's her name? What's her name? Connie. Connie? Connie. Yeah. I got three Hi. sisters, but yeah. Wow. We got to get, you can't shout out one and then. Connie, not, Dorothy, and Angie. Connie, yeah. Dorothy, and Angie. Is that in, is that in ranking order as far as like age goes? No. Uh, Dorothy's the <laughs> Wait, oldest. They might not want you to say <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I was just best But with I you. didn't. Look, they, they, she could be like, they could be 25, 22, and 20. But we know they're. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So Connie, yeah. Dorothy, and Angie. Angie. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and I have a brother, but um, I mean, that's by my father. My father had five kids. And um, my sister that I was talking about, my mother is mm. uh, our mother. You know, in Japan, they, they call them butterflies. Butterflies? Yeah. Why is that? Because they be going around, you know, piling it. Go ahead. Oh, that's, you know, in, in the United States, they call them rolling stones. <laughs> Papa was a rolling stone. Temptations. That's what's up. But yeah, I mean, so, but uh, so you said uh, she wanted you to help her. Yeah. So is she trying to start a podcast? She wants to, she wants to share her story with the world. She believes she can help people. Mm -hmm. And um, I I gave her some things she wants to do, but she thinks it's supposed to just look like this already. And I told her some things that she could start working on. Right. And um, she's instant gratification. So she doesn't understand the actual work that goes into it. Uh But it's cool, though, because she does have a story to tell. And um, I'm excited to help her. I just hope that she kind of go along with the plan that I have for her, opposed to her telling me <laughs> what's best for her. But in what way does she want to tell the story? She want to do it. She want to create a, a, her own podcast. And um, she was like, you got you know, a lot of people and I could become she's just looking for the, the money aspect in my, uh. you know, like she wants to help people, but she wants to be compensated for helping people, too. So I, she can live a different life. You know, I I think I think what I found just in in my little humble career is that when you're doing it and it's not for the money, obviously we got to pay bills and we got things that we need to take care of. But when you're doing it not for the money, it seems to like come easier. For sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I, bro, I remember when I first got started in Japan. Like people was laughing. It was not laughing at me, but like when I'm doing the music, and they were like. Yo, you performing, you know, at this club, at at this venue, at this at this barbecue. Um, what was it? We used to have a Oktoberfest in Japan. I'm sure they still do, but uh, used to do all these events, and I was doing it for free, right? I remember this went on for like five, six months, seven months maybe, and um, I'm like, nah, but it's all good because I love doing it. I have a job. I'm a yeah. firefighter. Like I love doing it. I love doing it. Oh, you a sucker. You know, this is the, this is the late nineties, right? You a sucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, just as the seventies was like creeping back in and then people, you know, this is what bell bottles was coming back. I think, right? Turkey. <laughs> you a whole fish eyed fool. <laughs> so it's like, you a sucker, man. You out there, you letting them pimp you around and this and this. And I remember, I remember when they said, and I thought about it and I like, I don't know if it was a one-on-one with myself, but I thought about it. And I was like, man, maybe I am playing myself. You know what I'm saying? And 
two weeks after that happened, I'll never forget, two weeks after that happened, I was opening up for uh, Naughty by Nature case in 112. Wow. Got paid. And I was like, Pay it off. <laughs> Who's the sucker now? <laughs> like, but you know, like so. You know what I mean? But it it, it's, it people, comes. People don't know the process, right? You know what I'm saying? Because normally, yeah. when you go get a job, you get paid in two weeks, so they look at it that way. But you have to put the work in to actually become suitable for somebody to want to pay you for your work. I mean, yeah, I, I guess it depends on the the workforce that you're in too, because you know you got to look at when it comes to the music, when it comes to anything that's entertainment. It's it's you're in a position where you're kind of being taken advantage of if you're a nobody as in not known. Right. Because they're like, what am I paying you for? Don't nobody know you. Who who are you yeah. coming here and demand that you're going to you know what I'm saying? I do. So it's, it's one of those things. And then there's usually no budget. I'm going to tell you, man, like <laughs> raw grind. There usually is no budget for opening acts or for anything like that. But they need to fill those spots. You know, they've got this venue that has been booked. This is how it works. They got the venues that have been booked for, let's say, four hours. They got however many tickets they want to sell and need to sell to handle the overhead, to pay for the rental of the, the place, pay off what they need to do for the lights and the, the waitresses, waiters, whatever, DJs, all of this stuff for the event. Because the people that are performing it, what concert you been to aside from like a, a Destiny's Child or a Jay-Z or a Drake or, or maybe even J. Cole where they perform for like an hour, hour and a half. 15 minutes, man. You see what happened here in the, in Dubai. You know what I'm saying? Fat Joe will come out, do two songs or whatever and lean back into the hotel. Like, it's not even... No, you know, you know? Gucci Mane did it for a long time. Uh, uh, what is, what's, what's my man's name? Uh, J. Cole... I said J. Cole. J. Cole does a lot. He does long performances. Yeah. Yes. I, I went to J. the free concert on Corniche. Yeah, that, but that's ago. that's different. But I'm just saying majority of the places, especially if you're dealing, let's just say like Dubai, for example, they they go by even appearances, fam. Mm. Like 50 Cent. I remember 50 Cent came to, I think it was XL Dubai. Oh, you saying that the, the performers get paid just for their appearance? Sometimes, So yes. it just depends on what they want to do. Sometimes, yes. And then maybe they'll do like two songs. What? Yeah, bro. And so when you have somebody that has like, let's say you and I decide we're going to do promotion, right? And we're like, yo, we're going we gonna to bring over like 50 Cent and like two people from G-Unit. Bet. Okay, well, we need X amount of whatever money to bring them over. Okay, cool. Now we got to rent the place. All right, bet. Now we got to handle the bottle service and, and the drinks and the door. And you get what I'm saying? And then after all of that has been paid, now it's like, all right, well, this is how much we can make on profit. And out of that profit is probably where we're going to like be like, well, we can't have the people just come here and be here for 20 minutes. We got to fill this spot. So now we need DJs. Now we need to rotate the DJs. Now we need live performances. This is where the opening act comes in. Unless it's an act where they're bringing the opening act with them. And even then, we still usually provide. Matter of fact, when I I opened up for Goody Mob in Japan, um, CeeLo didn't come. But it was Goody Mob and Biz Marquee. They brought Biz Marquee as the opening act for them. But I was the like a part of the contract was now we got at the back then. My name was Technique Design. We got tech. He's our opening act for our local whatever. And then after that is a time when these people will go on. So it just depends on who wow, you're working with. That's but, dope, though. But yeah, that's. But, so, but it ain't all about but, the money, but, though. But, it but, but see, it people, can't be. People don't see that aspect of it. They just see when they blow up. They don't know what they actually have to go through to get to that point. Man. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember. <laughs> you know, I remember Biz Marquis did not want us performing. Really? Like he was like, nah. I mean, I, no, no disrespect to him, like you know, whatever. But it was just like, it's like, come on, man. What like, he just DJ, right? 
I honestly don't remember what he did. No, nah, but he got songs. I know, but and, you know he he been singing "You Got What I Need" for about thirty I, years now. But I remember when he and we uh, love it. <laughs> he came to Michigan State for our homecoming and he DJ. He didn't he didn't sing. He, he was a uh, DJ. Yeah, I mean he DJs, but I mean yeah. I think he actually performed, performed his song okay, at okay. the. But I never I never saw it. I was I was back <laughs> I was backstage. So, but yeah, man. Um, but me, bruh. I uh, I was I I spent a lot of time like watching the news this week. I was trying to like catch up on stuff because I haven't I haven't been, and um, and then I was I was I was having a side conversation and it's like some stuff that I saw in the news. But I was having a side conversation and uh, we're talking about talking about like how it is for like men and 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 women in society these days, especially when it comes to like. <clears throat> the social norms, mm. um, chivalry, uh, when it comes to the the toxic toxic masculinity and all of the different things. But it was funny, right? So I was telling them, I don't know if I told you this, but that was a time ago, like back maybe like 2015, I think. And I remember, I remember going on this date, right? And met I was I met this woman for coffee. And so he was the, the deal was you know, she was like, well, I'll drive my own car, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, I mean, I could come and pick you up. She said, no, I'll just drive my own car because I'm going to go meet my friend afterwards. And, you know, it'll just be easier and whatever. Mm. Bet, cool, no problem. So, you know, I'm from the South, bro. So I'm like, you know, we 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 the, we the chivalry, chivalry town. You know what I mean? Like, it is, it'll never be dead in the South, I don't think. So, but anyway, so we, we decide, all right, fine. So we're trying to find parking at the place we're going to go to. Can't find parking. You know how Dubai, I was living in Dubai at the time. Mm. And Dubai is like awful. It's hard to find parking in Abu Dhabi sometimes, right? And so we're going around and uh, couldn't find parking. And so I said, listen, I know another area. You can go and you can park your car there and you can just ride with me to, you know, to where we're going. Because, you know, I can, you know, use whatever service and, and get in easy. And she's like, okay, fine. So that's what we did. So we get there, right? I get out the car. I told this story, on, I think, on uh, I Think Like a Boss before. But I get out the car, and they valet in the car. I walk around and open up a door. And, um, you know, she gets out or whatever. And we go inside to the coffee shop, right? Cool. And we sit down, and the lady comes over. She brings the menu and everything, right? And I'm looking at the girl, and I'm like, yo, she like she got like a little attitude going on. I don't know what about, right? And I'm thinking like, oh, maybe she really wasn't comfortable just like riding in the car with me or something. I don't know. Right. And so she's got a little attitude and she gets the menu when the menu comes and she's looking at it and she's like flipping the pages. You know, it's like, oh, she literally has an attitude. Bruh. Yes. It is not just a uh, resting bitch face. No, 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 wow. no, no. This attitude. And she's going through the menu and she. And I'm like, yo, you you good? And she's like, fine. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. This I'm is like lying. a movie. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, yo, are you are you sure you good? And she's like, I said, I'm fine. And I'm like, okay. Hold on. How long have you known this young lady? We knew each other for probably like a month, but we had never gone out. Okay. Like, um, she was with she was with a group of people that used to come out to like my events or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then somebody was just like, yo, maybe y'all should whatever. And we ended up talking at one of the events and and that was it. But um, so I said so I said, I said, no, uh, I said, listen, obviously, like, something's wrong. Did I, did I see something wrong? Did I, did I do something wrong? And she just looked at me, and she was just like, listen, um, I don't know how you do, but uh, for me, I don't need 
a man to open my door for me. I don't need, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to, you know, she was talking about the car door, right? She's like, you don't have to push open doors for me. This one, she was talking about going to the coffee shop. You don't have to push open doors for me or whatever. Um, I'm more than capable of <laughs> whatever, right? And she's like, so now you know. And I looked at her and I was just like, you're serious? And she's like, oh yeah, dead serious. I said, well, that's not how I was raised. Um, to this day, I still open up the car door for my mother. And I could think of a lot worse things that you would try to talk me out of as far as like my behavior than, than that. And she was just like, well, I said, wow. Okay. Well, um, okay. Um, I guess this is it. And we pretty much ended the date right there. And I offered to take her back to her car. So, you know, I got it. Oh, you're better. Bro, than, hey, that, you're a true gentleman, brother. So that's how I was, man. But, uh, oh man. Yeah. Fam. So, <laughs> So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, One of them. Well, you know, when, when, when I hear toxic masculinity, um, it just depends on who you talk to. Um, but wait, do you think that that was toxic? Like, because. That's what I, I'm saying. With her, she would have thought that. Because she didn't, she, like, apparently wherever she grew up, that was, it was unacceptable for you to be doing that for her. But was, was it, okay, here's the question for you then. Was it me having or possessing or displaying toxic masculinity or was it her exuding her feminism? I think it was a, a combination of both. I think that an ultimate gentleman, cause we can all get better, right? For sure. Um, you would have recognized that it was, um, it was uneasy for her, that behavior. Mm. And you would be like, look, it was not offensive. Um, Oh yeah. We I, had that conversation. I know, but I'm like, um, if, I don't have to open up the door. If you don't understand why I'm doing it, I, you know, like get her to understand where when she walks away from you, right. It's not her version of the story because her story is not going to look like yours. Right. She's going to say it in a way where she could have ended it off. And like, you know, he was a complete gentleman at the end of the day. Like he, he told me he understood. He just, it just wasn't for him. Like it didn't work out for us, but the way you told the story, I can only imagine the way she told it to other people. Remember a few episodes ago, we had a conversation about like perception mm -hmm. and how people see me. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I totally get it because you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I, I get you, but I'm like, from my side, I'm just like, yo, well, my, you, my intentions was right. Like my heart was in the right place. I honestly, I didn't even think anything of it because fam, it's a reflex for me. You, oh, yeah, you, you, look, you know I what I'm totally saying? Like, it's a reflex. So it's like, it, it would be like, kind of like when somebody sneezes and then you say, bless you. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even think, it's like if for somebody to look at you and be like, how dare you say bless me? And it's like, my bad. I've been saying this since I was three. Like, relax. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't even thinking. It just, it came out. So, I don't know. So, so when I look at it, um, I'm not saying you, you handled it wrong at all. Yeah. I'm just saying it could have, it could have gone better. Um, <clears throat> But we know that it's check check the first answer. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. I, I get it. I think I think nowadays what's happening is people are having a failure to communicate. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really hoping that as as we progress with this podcast and you know we get to a point where we're bringing people on as guests and things like that, um, we you know we we open that door. You know, we open the door and and we can. We can rogue in a bunch of Kanye West, you know what I mean? And and try to make them, you know, speak better, feel better, learn ourselves 
Right. And then have this dialogue, have these thought provoking conversations where both sides are able to get their points across and we understand what's happening. She could have communicated that a lot better. Oh, yeah. I you, didn't you, say you, she was. No, good no, at no, all. no, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but like she could have communicated that a lot better. And I guess I'm saying that for like anybody that's listening that may feel that way. If a man out there is opening doors for you. OK, there may be some ulterior motives there. This may be something that's going to expire after two weeks. He may be, you know, that may be a hint of him having toxic masculinity or whatever with him. It could be. It definitely could be. But at face value, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like at face value, there's nothing wrong with that. But you don't know her experiences with it. That's that's the point. Like, like I understand the right aspect. Right. But the way that she responded, apparently it's right. it's it's more her than you. And here goes my thing on that. And I'll say this when we when we start having conversations about relationships and things like this, I always say I refuse to pay taxes for another brother's mistakes. It's not my fault. I'm sorry that you went through what you went through. But guess what? My name is not whomever he is. Well, it could have been a series of people. Like it could have been like and none of growing. Them, no, and no, none no. of them or me. Oh, or yeah, you. you're not supposed to pay the taxes. I'm right. just saying her behalf. We don't know what she went through to get to that point where she decided to voice that to you. I've heard right. people talk that way before, right? Um, but it wasn't directed toward me. You know what I'm saying? It was more so like a conversation of people and people try to state their points or whatnot. And I was a lot younger, so I couldn't articulate myself in a way that I could show that they could have communicated better. Also, no, I get that. I get that. I mean, it was if the words weren't directed towards me, that damn wind when she was flicking at that menu was definitely coming at me, bro. Like it was. Yo, it was. It, it came to me when I'm listening to you. That's why I had to know how long y'all been talking. Right. Wow. It was. It was a first date. Like That's we crazy. we only knew each other's face. You know what I'm saying? Like knew each other's face. Knew each other was. She even said that she was a fan of the music. That's why she was at those events. She was friends with the DJ that was there or the DJs that do those events. And it was one of those things. And she was like, "Oh wow, yeah, like you know." And and that was it. It just. It just. I just I don't like it when people have the assumption about other people. I've been through stuff too, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even just talking about like relationships. I've experienced negative whatever when it comes to business arrangements, when it comes to partnerships, when it comes to the actual work, when it comes to relationships. But if I go through life putting that on everybody else, there's a difference in me experiencing a situation and then gaining knowledge from it. Becoming more wise from it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And using that to navigate my future encounters with people, right? There's a difference between that or looking at it saying, oh, I dated a woman from Japan and this is how she was and this is how she treated me. So all Japanese women must be like this. That ain't how you do business. Well, you don't know if she grew from that either. Say that again. You don't know if she grew from that either. Like she could have been like, you know, I was out of line or at that time in my place. Oh, yeah. I she don't could, know. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't so, know. So like. Uh, I also don't care. But no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, I, I care <laughs> but because I, I would hope. Because <laughs> yeah. um, a person that looks at it that way. Right. To me, they had a, a really rocky relationship life or something. Like something to expose them to that to I'm a independent woman i don't need all of this and you know what though sometimes people is just asses sometimes there's nothing well no you, you, <laughs> you're saying. not you're not born an like, ass you 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 learn to be an ass yeah 
So that's what I'm saying. Like her some life- people like it. Some people like that reaction. Oh, some people. What? Some people like being the catalyst of bullshit. Like they they love to come out there and. <laughs> I used to be that person. Sorry. <laughs> no, not, but yeah. I enjoyed it because I got it going. Like really? I, look, I was the habitual line crosser then. Now I'm the habitual thought challenger. Thought challenger. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm telling yes. you, whatever line it was, mm-hmm. the imaginary boundary, right. I jumped over that mug. I didn't walk up to it and, like, I'll cross it. I just jumped over it. You're like, what are you doing? Like, I was hell. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm joking, of course. I mean, I hope whatever it is. I mean, I think I've learned from it. Oh, sure. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, like, I, I, I learned from it. Like, I became. But what I did learn was this is something that I'm going to put out front early on in conversation. You know what I mean? As as I go through and, you know, and being in a relationship and, you know, having that conversation. So it's like, look, this is me. Here's something. I mean, obviously you can't think of everything up front. No, no. You're never, you're never gonna think. All you but, can do is be a gentleman. But, right. <laughs> but but that's how I was raised. So imagine like for myself, it's just like, and I'm gonna tell you something. On the flip, ladies, that is how you can turn a, a nice guy into an ass. Cause if he runs into enough of those, he might get to a point where he'd be like, fuck it, I ain't opening no door for nobody. You get your own damn door because he can be, he can face exactly what you're talking about. You see what I'm saying? She has faced trauma. She has faced whatever, which has made her this way. Well, guess what? He might meet enough of hers to turn him around. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And now we just, what they say, hurt people, hurt people. That's it. This is, this is what we turn it into. You're right. And so it's got to stop and start with great conversation. Like you have to communicate what it is you want and more importantly, know what it is you don't want. You know what I mean? I think um, we have to learn how to actually communicate. Right. And um, I think in school, they don't really teach you how to communicate. It's Mm -hmm. like you just get along with people. You know what I'm saying? Like you say this, but words hold different value to different people. You know what I'm saying? If I say I love you and somebody's like, don't you think it's a little too soon? Like, so we're looking at it differently. Mm. Like, I love you, but you looking at it like, you can't love me. You haven't known me long enough, but I could love you as a person and want you to do well. Right. So we weighting words differently. So yes. when you like when you meet people, that's what you're doing. You're trying to filter out what you guys have in common <laughs> and yes. you go through the BS. Like um, with my wife, um, just thinking about how over the years the toxic masculinity that I possessed didn't know because in my head, right. I'm a gentleman, complete gentleman. Uh, I don't do all of the, the chivalrous things, but I'm a gentleman. And I do recall certain things where my wife would ask a question. I'm like, now we're not doing that. And it was more so in my head, like I know what's good for us. So her, her, her thought doesn't even matter for us to communicate. So I did that. A lot. And, you know, when when she felt like I was wrong, she would put her foot down and I would have to, like, recognize what's going on. But it would it's not it didn't come with no arguments. We like, what are you talking about? Like, I know what's right for this family, because in my head, I'm the man I'm going to lead and everybody's going to look at me if we fail. So in my head, I have a narrow vision. I don't need all of this, this hoopla, Mm. not knowing that my wife is in the narrow vision with me. But I won't allow her to voice her opinion. But I didn't realize what I was doing because I had felt like I knew what was best for us. Right. And just looking at how I grew up, I never learned how to really talk to women. The 
the way that I spoke with women growing up was just trial and error. But when I got into a relationship with somebody, with my wife, which was really my only real relationship as an adult, like, like for real, like as a real relationship that we were together before we got married, everybody else, I had relationships with them, but they weren't like, we weren't together. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when I brought that relationship, we, we, we didn't really filter as much because we had known each other for so long. And then when we got together in my head, it's supposed to look like this. We didn't even right. talk about what it should look like with us both. Right. So when I say the toxic masculinity carry, like literally, like I told you last episode where I just became vulnerable to my wife mm. because I was talking to her like I talked to everybody. But in my head, it was just the behavior. I didn't mm. know that the behavior my wife was getting. And, you know, that took a toll on her. When she told me, she was like, I've been trying to tell you this year after year after year after year. And in my head, I'm like, I ain't got time to hear that because I know what I'm doing. But at the same time, now going forward, she is supposed to make whatever decision I ultimately make better. And it took me a long time to realize that because I was standing on my own, like my, my manhood, like. I know what's right for this family. So now it sounds like, I mean, and I'm only one one stab at it, but it sounds like you definitely have a a greater appreciation for what she brings to the table. Hell, she might have she might have built the table. <laughs> I mean, out of out of the things that maybe you missed. You know I, I'll, I'll say like, I, I built the table, but she made it stand. Mm. She made sure that you could put stuff on top of it. And it wouldn't. she was the foundation of the table. OK, like. She she made my last name mean my last name. Like, I just wore the last name. But if it wasn't for her, my last name wouldn't mean as much to what people see. Mm. You know, she was complete foundation. And when I, like, I didn't open doors for her. But rarely. I do open doors for her. But it's not like if I go to the car, I'm opening the door. She didn't request it. So our communication, we did talk about those things. She said, I don't, I don't really care about those things. But mm. there are women that do care about those things. And there are men that don't. So when you come together, you gotta this, communicate. You do. You gotta communicate what it is. You, I mean, just like anything that you want in a relationship, what you want. So, but funny, you not funny, but you say about like the last name. So, let me ask you: what, How would you feel if if a woman asked you to marry her? I know you're married. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Hypothetical. Yeah. I don't want your wife coming after me. So, <laughs> well, you know. Um, I would like to believe. Well, she she wanted to marry me before I wanted to marry her. Right. Um, but just in the, in, the know, mind, so in the mindset of like the the gender roles. For sure, that's whatnot, what I was right? getting at. Yeah, so, okay. um, if there were no gender roles, I'm sure she would have asked me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But toxic masculinity. Like I got to control everything, so I wouldn't have been able to accept it because I feel like in my head the norm really? says the man is supposed to do this. Yeah. Oh, this is then. Right, right, right. But right. I still kind of believe in that now. But I'm more open to however anybody get together with love, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. But in my head at the time, I felt like I had to do it because that's what she wanted. You know what I'm saying? She mm -hmm. wanted to be married. But if it was no gender roles, I think she would have asked. But being that there were gender role norms. So was 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 her was her guard on the or her recognition of gender roles was that based on what was going on in society or yeah. her recognizing how you felt? Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Like we're 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 the norm people, like at the time. Like but, we really but, followed the norms. But it was about how she was doing that based off of you. Like what I'm saying is 
was she, was she sitting there or would she be the one to say, you know what, I want to ask him, but I know I how know. he is, so I'm not going to do it? I don't know. Or was it more about the outside world and this yeah. is what the outside world is doing? You know, we never had a conversation about her asking me. Mm. Um, that would be an interesting conversation. I, I think I want to talk about that when I depart. Um, just to see what she would think, because as much as I say we follow the norms, a lot of people think that our relationship was built on things that was not normal. Right. But a lot of the things that you grow up believing we did follow, you know, I had to propose and do all Ask of these. the father for the, for the hand. Well, you know, I, I didn't do that because our relationship wasn't the most, um, what is it called? Uh, Traditional. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it was. It, it was different. But um, her family did like me, and I want. They, they did like you. Yeah. Oh, they. <laughs> you know what? I check this out. Uh, I will say this if I could mention their family. Like yeah. their family made me feel like no matter how many mistakes I made, mm. they treated me with love and open arms and. They made me feel like they made me a more comfortable than some family that I don't that that's my real family. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because if you don't know your real family, they're just strangers also. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't treat me as a stranger. Mm. And that was a weird feeling, too. I think about that often, like even to this day, like her brothers, they treat me so well, man. It's like I, I don't even know how to explain it. But as hmm. far as the norms, right. like we we followed the norms in 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 the aspect of male and female. Right. So um, even with the bills, I controlled the the bills. The money went to the account. I paid all the bills. At, <laughs> I would like to believe I saved my wife in our marriage because her idea of norms, she thought she was supposed to cook and clean the house. Mm-hmm. Like well, I don't where, believe where, where is she from? She's from Michigan. Really? Yep. She thought she was, and I was like, you know, you work just as much as I do. I think it's half and half. Like if you cook, mm-hmm. I wash dishes. If I cook, you wash dishes. I didn't want her to try to fulfill something that was kind of very difficult to fulfill. If you're a mother and you're working full time, like why would I expect you to be able to do all of these things? Right. So that made it a lot easier. So that's what the, another thing that we didn't follow the norms on because. My father always told me, he was like, I have to teach you how to cook because when you become single, all them women are going to be cooking for you all the time. Right. But I, I, I learned how to cook. So I made it easier for my wife, even when we raised the kids. It's a partnership, though. I mean, that's how it that's And that's how it should be. But that be. comes through the I, okay, communication aspect. In my mind. In my mind. No, right. no. Yeah, but, in my mind. That's how it should be. Yeah. But going in, right. her anticipation was to cook and clean, right. work be a mother to the children and my wife. That is hard if I expect, like we lived in a townhouse, so I didn't have to really do outside work. So what extra am I doing? So I was like, no, I I gave the kids baths when they were little. You know, I took them to school. I fed them. I did. I didn't want her to make it seem like it's all on her. Like, you know, know, but I did have an ulterior motive. I said that, (laughs) I said that if she and I did not work out, right. She would know that I'm a good father and a good husband, that I really fulfilled these other things and that, you know, she wouldn't fight me for having my kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if it didn't work out, at least I know that she I'm a good father where she's not she he deserves half the custody easy 
because he's a good man. It just didn't work out between us. So I was trying to put a foot stamp into our life to let her know that I am this man and I can do this if we don't work out. Well, I'm 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 happy for you and I'm proud of you. You know, that that y'all are 13 years. It'll be 13 in June, 13 in June, six, seven, eight when we got married. I don't want to I don't want to jinx it. So 12 years. And oh, you can't jinx this, man, because uh, we we create our future. You know what I'm saying? So if something's going wrong, I'm trying to find a solution. And until both of us agree that it's time to go our separate ways. But we're on the same page. And that's and that's a beautiful thing. Um, for those of y'all who uh, are just tuning in, just catching us uh, once again, this is Diverse Clarity, and we're we're talking about toxic masculinity. Um, I just want to put some clarity to it, though. Like, there is nothing wrong, and feel free to disagree, anybody out there, yourself included. But there is nothing wrong with with masculinity, right? These are basically it's the ideas and it's the practices. Right. And these things have been associated with a man or, or with manhood. Right. It's, it's, it's been ingrained in the culture. Right. But when we talk about when we talk about toxic masculinity, this is when these behaviors that we're talking about, these ideas that we're talking about, they become they become damaging. They become destructive. They become unhealthy. Right. And, you know, it's. Usually it's rooted in things like competitiveness. Um, it's something that goes against uh, the, the emotional side, negatively impacting it in this way. So um, so I just don't want people to like, you know, conflate the meanings or whatnot, because when Good we talk point. about masculinity, it is important. In my opinion, feel free to disagree, but it's, it's, it is important that masculinity exists, right? Because these are things that are a part of our society. They're a part of our culture. If I can ask you. Yeah. What part of masculinity needs to exist? Because you said we need it. I'm just trying to figure out. Right. So when I when I think about masculinity and I think about when I think about men. So my grandfather may rest, but my grandfather worked on the railroad. A feminine person is probably not going to be out there swinging a, a jackhammer or, you know, or whatever on the railroad doing physical work. We're not talking about digital design, computational fluid dynamics on a computer and, you know, designing a railway and stuff. We're talking about literally going out and laying the, the I forget what the, the wood is called for. Forgive me. Stakes. No, no, no. It's the, the wood. The, oh, yeah. I don't know, though. I forget the name of it, but he used to use it to, like, line his garden. I remember that. He used to have he used to have his own. It'll come to me or not. I, or I'll put it in the bottom of the screen. <laughs> I'll go find it. But um, but that's that's masculine work. So to speak, you know what I'm saying? Going out, chopping down trees and whatnot. Stuff that requires strength. I think a mentality. I think that a woman can be masculine, but, and that's what I'm saying. That's why, that, that's why I, I didn't say anything about masculinity being a man. No, I didn't. You, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So For like, sure. I, I, I made it a point not to say when a man is, but it is associated with man, man. and men and manhood. But anyone could be masculine for sure. We we had this discussion when we were talking about uh, transitioning athletes. If if you uh, didn't hear that episode, it was an impromptu one. Please go and check it out uh, anywhere you get podcasts, and you can watch the video on YouTube. But uh, transitioning athletes, where we're talking about um, a, a man transitioning to a woman, and then you know entering the the world of uh, the, the the sports arena where there are other you know other women that play. So, um, but yeah, I I think. It's anything that involves like 
that world. So it may not necessarily be about strength because it doesn't take a lot of strength to open a car door. Well, I was just wondering about the 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 the, the 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 train, like the railroad tracks, right. like you like have to have something. But I didn't say women couldn't do it. Right, 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 right. But I just wanted to make that distinction that I'm definitely not like making that line saying, oh, you can only be a man and you can only be masculine if you're a man. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's some bull. Right. So that's that's definitely not it. But that's why I say that I think that it's good that it should be there. It needs to be there. Definitely. But it's the toxic piece that that has a problem, and it's the toxic piece that causes the problems. And how do how how do what how does masculinity turn into toxic masculinity in your opinion? If I gave it one word, I would say overcompensation. I think when someone is trying to overcompensate, when somebody is when somebody is trying to force what they feel is their 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 masculine side onto someone, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a situation where we're talking about uh, a man versus a woman, right? It could be you're three feet shorter than me, right? And I'm I'm the big dude or whatever, and we we play a sport together and we play basketball together, right? And you the point guard on the team, I'm the center on the team. And I'm like, here, throw you my bag or whatever, carry my bag on the bus, you know, this kind of thing. I'm punking you all day. This is toxic masculinity. Uh, messing with kids in the locker rooms or whatever, rubbing their face in the underwear and stuff like this, hazing. bullying them, hazing them. This is toxic masculinity. It's, it, there, there's like, I don't even want to say there's a thin line, but there is some sort of a line. And I don't know where it is, but there's a line between boys being boys, so to speak. And then crossing over that line into where it's now toxic, toxic behavior. Why is that like a tongue twister? Like, hey, look, can I, yo, like, I was why? about to start calling it TM. I'm like, like yo, I can't even say that's this. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like a tongue twister. But I don't know. So, what do you, what do you think though? Well, um, what do you? Yeah. I, I, I totally, I, I believe it. It comes from how you grow up. So, depending okay. on how tough your background is, or how tough your childhood was. You develop behaviors, and then when you get into different levels of life as you get older, you you tend to associate with people that kind of have the same behaviors. And mm. when you meet somebody, until you go over the line, you don't know until the person says you've gone over the line. Like, who are you talking to like that? Like, mm. you don't know that you've gone too far because you're only doing your regular behaviors that you've always Agreed. done. Agreed. So only way it can become toxic is if it offends somebody. Right. So you don't know it offends somebody. And it's like that with everything. For sure. It's like that with everything. But yeah. 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 So just just when you meet people, you don't know. And that's what I like. like even to talk with my wife, like she would tell me things that um, I was doing, but I feel like. I don't need to change this because I'm doing this. Like you said, the compensation aspect. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think that I could get better. I wasn't like, you know, you could do this a better way. I felt like this was the best way we were doing it already. So when you, if you don't have the open mindedness to say, okay, maybe I'm going too far, then you have toxic masculinity. Mm. So if you're not willing to think that you could get better, it's right. toxic masculinity. And to recognize that is different based on who you're dealing with in the environment that you're in. Definitely. Because you can be on a basketball team, on a football team, on a soccer team, whatever, and go into the locker room or have a good play on the field and smack your teammates on the butt. You can't have a great briefing at work and go smack your colleagues on the ass. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. Because it's facts, right? It's time and place for everything. I'm just saying, like, you can't you can't do that. You know, Sarah is not going to appreciate you smacking her pancake. Like, she's not going to, you know, Sarah's going to tell Todd. And then Todd's going to raise a complaint and then you're going to be seen in HR. You know, it's not going to work the same way. So it's just not. But people don't. You're right. People don't realize that. And I think ego plays a role in that. Like, because you you got the one person that's going to say, who are you talking to? Which is now recognizing that this person has this toxic masculinity coming out of them. And that person is going to say, well, who, who, who are you talking to like that? And the person that has now committed the offense is going to be like, I'm talking to you. And now we got a problem. Now ego mixed with the toxic piece. And now we just got a problem. So there's a whole lot of, I don't know. I, I think a large part of it is about society. And I think that me personally, I think that society plays a ridiculous role when it comes to, to such a thing. Um, Go ahead. Now, I was about to say um, the reason why toxic another reason I believe toxic masculinity is such a problem is because most men uh, don't know how to control their emotions. Word. And um, okay, it's because it's either you got to be hard or regular. There's no in between. You know what I'm saying? So if I go up to a man, I'm like. What the F is up? And he's like, who are you talking to like that? In my head, I'm like, I talk to everybody like this, but I've offended this man. But if I have this toxic masculinity, I'm like, I'm talking to you like you said. Mm -hmm. But if this person doesn't have a toxic masculinity problem, he's like, hey, brother, uh, I just don't like to be talked that way. You know, I don't know you that well. And I don't know if you were offending, trying to offend me. So it's then my turn to try to like either let my ego like go off or tone it down. Like I just. Stepped on. I, I went across the boundary. And you're I shouldn't you're exactly. You're you're giving an example of like something that has happened to me on the regular. Really? Yes. Like when it comes to specifically the N word, like that. I don't care if you say it. Fine, whatever. Yes, I'm a rapper. No, I don't use it. Yes, I listen to music that has it in it. But you're not gonna call me one. Point blank. We'll have a problem. So, you know what I'm saying? So like when, when you said that, mm-hmm. when people said this to you, was it derogative? I don't care. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I, no. I was, I was going I, to, the, to yeah. the toxic masculinity right. aspect. Oh, no, but I don't jump on. I, well, <laughs> let's just, <laughs> I have a conversation. And I'm like, hey, ain't going to be none of that. He's like, what you talking about? Oh, yeah, I don't, you listen to this. Usually, 9.3 times out of 10, it's fine. But every now and then, you got the one. That's got to puff out their chest. You ain't going to tell me how to talk. You ain't going to tell me how to this. Well, we're talking about how you're addressing me. So we can handle this a couple of different ways. You know what I mean? I'm going to let you choose the option that's best for you because I promise you. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's how it is, fam. Like, I'm a nice dude, bro. Like, I'm all jokes and smiles and, and podcasts and graphics and photography and music and, you know what I'm saying? Like, firefighting and I'm just, I'm just a regular dude. But, like, there's just certain things. And I'm very respectful when but it the, comes to... You know that that's displaying toxic masculinity. Not about, by me telling the person, please I, don't refer to me like that. I, I, I nah, bro. No, no, check this out. Check That's, this out. No, that is that want, is the that I, is I want to politely demand. No, oh, I didn't say you were it's wrong. Politely demanding. There's different levels it, to it. So no, but that's what I'm. But that's not toxic. Well, well I'm, I'm, that that would be like saying if well, a you woman, offi- you did offend him. 
how did I offend because him? Because you told him how he could talk. And you know what? You're the person but, last week that said, my, uh, I don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> yeah, but this, okay, let's put this in perspective. Uh-huh. When we're talking about me being told what to do, right? This is somebody from the outside telling me what it is that I am or am not going to do that has no impact on them. You get what I'm saying? If you are addressing me, if you you want to speak to me, I'm allowed to tell you what you are. Like, do you think it's cool? Let's just say bitch, right? If a dude was addressing me and he's like, hey, bitch, pass me the pillow. And I say, yeah, we're not going to be calling me bitch. My name is Naeem. A lot of people call me Omega. Some people call me O. But bitch is not going to be the way that you're going to refer to me. I, that's not toxic. I, that's I, no. putting your ass in placing. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> like, that's so, not, so this, yeah. No, 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 no. That, that wasn't toxic. The, yeah. the response is toxic. Because I, if, I was nice. No, 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 no. I'm saying if it gets to the point where you're giving options, <laughs> that's toxic. That now. was between you and I. I didn't say that. Oh. Yeah, no. You know how you tell us to... <laughs> No, 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 that wasn't. Well, no, that's what that I'm was, saying. I'm sorry. No, so, I'm sorry. Poor communication on my part. No, that's not what I was. So when no. you when you are addressing somebody, you have to determine if are you ready to fight or are you ready to be the bigger person? Because at the end of the day, mm. if you don't calm him down, you're going to have to fight. I'm fine with that. You should. <laughs> but that's, but that's, that's the toxic masculinity because of the pride but, and ego you but, said. But the thing is, that's not what I displayed. To the person, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you said nine point three, well, ninety nine point three thirty times at the time, you know. Yeah, basically, so I've only was, I've only had that issue twice in my life where somebody was like, "How you gonna tell me?" And it's like, "Yo, relax. I haven't told you you can't use it. I'm just saying, just don't refer if me. you're talking to me, just don't call me that. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And if somebody does have a problem with it, and it does come to blows." I guess I fall into the toxic masculinity part of it because so that's the reason it, it the is communication is. is a problem because if you were an effective communicator, mm. you would be able to tell him it's unacceptable. I don't want to go any further than this. I respect you as a man, but if you could communicate where he could receive it right. versus for him to feel like he have to defend himself because to but me see, you were in but, control but some people are always on edge well my, always on edge and they they don't they don't listen to or they don't yeah they don't listen to to understand right they they're ready to just come back with a response do you think uh minister farrakhan would get into a fight with a person who called him an n word I think he would be able to get out of it. I'm not and even the saying the person didn't even know he was Minister Farrakhan. I'm not even saying that I would get into a fight. No, I'm just but saying yeah. it, but but I just said that his response would be able to calm this young man down. Like and let mm-hmm. him know that's unacceptable. Right. You will not refer to me that way. But the other person wouldn't feel like you took his manhood away where he has to get up get bigger than you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But okay, I guess the point that I was trying to make was regardless of how you approach them, somebody always find a way to get mad about something. I mean, that's, but you get what I'm saying. I could, I could have been like, "Oh, please, sir." No, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, kind sir. Well, that uh, could have changed. Oh, things. kind sir, using using another form of the Negro word that we don't prefer. You know, what I'm saying? like whatever. And he could have got he could have got upset about that. So I, I get it, but I'm saying I want you to be able to move where you said I did it the best way. Like you know how we, we say like it, mm-hmm. it could always be a better way. Yes. I want you to walk away and say I did it the best way possible. And there's no other better way. 
I did it the best way at the time. So I'm with it. Yeah, yes, so that's I'm the communication you. aspect. So yes. if we're going to get get rid of toxic masculinity, we have to be able to change the situation when it's out of control. Right. Through communication. Right. But if we don't, we're a part of the problem well, I'm still. A, I'm a good I'm 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 good when it comes to I I'll tell you something that just happened. What's today? I don't even know what today. What's today? Thursday. The 18th? On Thursday. 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 Yeah, Thursday. Tuesday, I think it was. No. Yeah, Tuesday, I think. So I went to I went to IKEA. And I'm standing in line and, you know, they got everything like social distance, you know, you know, whatever. And the it's two lines and there's two there's two registers, but there's only one guy like manning one of the registers, the register on the right. Nobody behind it. Right. But after I'm standing there for about five minutes or so, I noticed that, you know, a lady came up. Right. And so she's there and I'm thinking like, oh, crap, because she's going to try to like cross over and I'm next. In my line, right? And because there's nobody there at hers and there's nobody in her line. And so all good, fine. The uh, the guy finally shows up or whatever. I go up, I'm next. While I'm standing there, two people just come up out of the blue and they come into the area that's meant for like exit only. So to imagine it, there's a, there's a line on the left, there's a line on the right. This middle piece is coned off. And when you're finishing your line, you basically do a U-turn and oh, exit okay. out. Mm-hmm. The people came up out of nowhere into this exit only area, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And walk straight up to the register. Now I'm at the register and I see the first guy come up and he goes, and I'm like, ain't this him? You know what I mean? And I see the lady standing there and she's like with her kid and like another lady. And I'm just like, dang, man, I feel bad for her, right? And then the next guy comes up and the guy at that register takes him as well. And he takes a piece of paper from him or whatever. And he's getting ready to like go, you know how they do in Ikea, they go and whatever. And so as he's passing, he's got to pass the register that I'm standing in front of. I said, excuse me, sir. Like, oh, he said, yes, yes, yes. So he came over. I said, listen, that lady that was in your line, she's been standing there almost as long as me. And you've already helped two other people. So I'm going to ask you, put that piece of paper down and please go over and help her. If not, I'll go ahead and make a complaint. Oh, 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 oh. He puts the paper down and he goes over and he helps the lady. I saw the lady twice more as I was getting ready to leave or whatever in the line. And we we're going down a little escalator. And she said, thank you both times. I handled that the best way. That I knew how, but no, but, but see, I'm just saying, but I, 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 I'm not a confrontational type of brother. That person wasn't either. The person determines your response. Right. Agreed. Well, I'm just, I'm just highlighting how I handled the situation. And it wasn't even mine. It was just me being on some like, yo, that's not how you treat people type stuff. And you know, you've been here for a minute, you know, over here, they, you know, and so it's definitely different. mm -hmm. <laughs> different, different is nice. I like how you handle. Well, that. you know what? I'll tell you this: <laughs> being here mm. helped me get patience. Mm. Like, um, because you know that they're not doing it maliciously. In America, it's it's disrespect because everybody knows that norm. But here, the norm is a lot different. It's more comfortable, and it takes normally somebody who is literally from here or Western that check somebody because it's normally right. you know different people that will cross that boundary but they don't realize it they don't and and it, it goes back to like where you're from how you're raised what you're used to all these different things and that's why there was no attack in it i just let him know and it gave that little push at the end because if you don't help her i will make a complaint that you know was I mean? that was great though. So and that was it. But she it was so, a variety lady, you know, dress. What if he says <laughs> I'm doing this now, I don't care about your complaint, and bumps into you. 
He wouldn't have done that. I know he wouldn't have, but what if he does? What do you do, though? <laughs> Bro, come on. I'm nothing. I'm not about to put my hands on somebody. I was All I was trying to do was help the lady. Well, I just want to you know see what I'm how like, you can be put in a compromising situation, but you still come out on top. Yeah. That's what oh, I... I got a plenty of stories like that, bro. Like, oh, yeah. Yo, it's, it's in oh, your yeah, nature, it's, though. It's, it's just... A, I can't... It's and, in your nature. And, and you know, I was... <laughs> and I... I Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that later. <laughs> I'll tell you that later. Off air. I'll tell you that off air. So, well, yeah. I, I'm going to just tell you that... Yeah. I was the person that was the confrontational... I went, oh, like, people had to calm me down. Because I'm the one that's going to start the fight. Really? Oh, my God. Why? I, well, the way that when I look at it now, it's just how I grew up. Mm. Like I crossed boundaries because I was ready to fight. Like I like because I know that if I crossed the boundary. That. I was right. Really? Mm-hmm. That's how narrow minded I was. See, this is. But OK, let's go back a little bit. Like when we talk about like like I said, that that line of masculinity versus toxic masculinity there has to be some some leeway in the masculinity side that allows for the masculine one to be the masculine one without it being labeled toxic you you get what i'm saying well to me like the way you handled yourself mm. that's masculinity but like you said i mean it depends on how you respond to the toxic part to, are you going to oh, remain masculine or are you going to get toxic? Right. Okay. That's the other. But what I was saying was what you said earlier. And we're talking about somebody may view me as being toxic because I've now stepped up and said something about a certain situation. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Where they would have been like, oh my God, look at him. That's culture how, then. How could he think that he's just bullied that man? And, you know, but it's not like that. It's like, no, I've been standing here for 20 minutes and that lady's been there for 15 and now two people have been helped and a third is about to be helped. And she's been ignored by this guy. And I'm standing here watching it happen. I think I'm kind of like a punk if I let that. And it's not a big deal. It's just Ikea. You know what I'm saying? Well, so so what's, but, what, what, what place would it be a, uh, a big idea? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is like, it's not like I was like saving the world or something. You know what I mean? Like, dun, 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 dun. like gotcha. there's none of that. It's just, it's Ikea, man. Like, that's it. Like, that's all it is. But I'm just looking at it like I felt for this lady who was with her child. And I don't know, little, well, maybe it, it could have been her it's sister. It's gentleman type stuff you did. I love it. Chivalry, man. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. So I love that. And yeah. I, I want you to know, though, um, it's a poem called Attitude uh, that I love. It was just like. Uh, who's, it, who's it by? Charles Swindle. Okay, go ahead. And uh, he just talks about how. Um, not I don't know the percentages, but it's all about how you respond to everything. That's the most important thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everything that happens to you, the most important part of it is how you respond to it. And if you respond to it in a bad way, you got to be prepared to go far with it because you don't know who you're dealing with. Right. And now I got to be honest, right? I probably wouldn't have done that in America. What would you have done? Probably nothing. Probably wouldn't mind. Oh, because you, you know you, that they're you, with, they you, will you, cross you, you, Hey, hey, hey. Know your environment. Hey. You're know, right. Know That's your why I audience. It was culture. It was culture. Yeah. <laughs> know, know your audience, fam. Come yeah. on. So, nah. In America? Yeah, nah, you're right. I probably wouldn't have. I would have been like, dang, that's messed up, man. She got to wait an extra 27 minutes. Like, yo. 
Yeah, I ain't get back. And look, I'm not about to be a part of that mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, because in yeah. America, I know it's, it's, it's bad to, you know, hear it or say it or even think about it. But, like, you could be a chivalrous person, a, a gentleman-like will. person. And after you say your little piece, hearing a piece, pun intended, <laughs> okay? Yo, that, bro, I'm that, not, that's not the kind of smoke. I don't want that smoke. That, that comes with your pride <laughs> and ego after the response. You're like, who the F you talking to, player? Hey, bro. You're like, my bad. I was just trying to help the lady out. No. <laughs> and now you trying to say I ain't no gentleman? Okay. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm not even having that comment. I'm like, I you, know. You look, got it? Look, look, check. Look, I'm you telling you, I've had many you occasions where I felt like a little punk. Yeah. Because I didn't speak when I was supposed to because my, my wife said, a lot of times, but she was like, you have a family to come home to. Like, I don't care. American skin. Like, it, <laughs> but, but the yeah, thing bro. is, and this ain't even dealing with the police. This no, is I'm dealing with saying, the public. But period. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. so I have to make a decision, a conscious decision. Hmm. Am I going to put myself in a situation where it's going to make it worse? And then I can't get home. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot. You have to, you have to keep your head on a swivel in the United States. Yes, you do. Yes, and being do. a gentleman is very difficult when you don't know the culture you're dealing with. Right. The person like he. Oh, yeah, I get it, though. Man. Yeah, bro. You got to you got to know your audience, man. You can't just go around caping like this is not this, this is not the environment for that on a on a global scale. So you need to know where you're going to do your research before you go into countries trying to be whatever. But, you know, for somebody like myself and even you, I mean, I've been out here for over eight years in the region for over 10 I know what it's like here. Yeah. Like this is You know what you can and can't do. Right. Like you understand what the environment is like. So it's a little bit different. But there is that piece of me where it's like, you know, like that's why I like this this topic is kinda it kinda like touches me a couple of different ways, but I I I don't like to see a woman be mis mistreated, especially by a man. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel and and okay, then here we go. I say something like that, right? And then you have potentially a feminist who was like, we don't need to be protected. We don't need to. We don't need your help. We don't need to be saved. We don't need to. And it's like, I get it. You don't need to be. You're right. You're right. But, it, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't understand. There's a lot of things we don't need to be. You can be in a relationship and not need to hold your man's hand as you walk through the mall because you're capable of walking on your own. But that holding of the hand means something different. If I'm the man and I see that something is being done to you in public and no one is coming to your defense, if I step up and say something, it's not because I feel that you can't fend for yourself. It's me stepping in to fend for you says something different. But it's all about perspective. It is. It really is about perspective. So, but all right. So let me ask you this. Do you think that society contributes right to this? Okay. Because when I say society contributes, what I mean is like, there is a piece where it's almost trying to remove, in my opinion, masculinity from society. Right. There's a lot of things that like, okay, for example, when, when there's a divorce, Mm -hmm. right. Majority of the time, the courts award the the custody of the children to the woman to the mother. So is this is this a message that's being sent by society saying that the father's role is not that important? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, like 
I think that just because women has no, their the norm of women have been nurturers. And by them creating this, the men who are actually nurturers were considered probably more feminine or um more woman-like. Like the masculinity aspect, because right. men had a specific role, like right. you said on the train. We going like, down the path of what I want. What yeah, I want like, 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 yeah. So you're you you got to have this type of role, but when the 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 well the the, the court system is old anyway, okay. you know it yeah. needs to adjust to the times. But if you look at two people and you automatically for the most part, reward, uh, award the kids to the woman, no matter how much the man make, like the woman has to be on drugs or has to have a history of all kind of bad things for this the man. Is, to- this is exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. This is exactly what I was about to say. So it's almost like a, it's almost like a check of when we're talking about the man and the woman and the kid in the middle, it's almost like a check of like, okay, well, does this, does this man have any priors? Does he have any warrants out? Does he have a job? He got all of that. Well, looks like we're gonna have to split custody. Oh wait, he's got a, he's got a warrant out. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, he's gonna go, these are going to the. You're gonna to have to work out visitation, sir. And then a ruling is made. Is you pretty much got to be a Barack Obama? No, she has to be. No, I somebody. mean as far as I mean, like squeaky clean. You got to be. No, I'm saying yeah. she has to be bad. Barack Obama to get his kids, she has to be bad still. No, but no, no, no. What I'm saying is for them to even consider oh, okay, him yeah, getting, I got you. right? But once they count it out and say, oh, he's got something? Oh, well, hey, you're just going to have to work out visitation, right? So we'll get that done up in, in, in uh, what they call it, uh, mediation. Yeah. And yeah, you, mother, you have the, you know, you have the children. You, you see what I'm saying? I do. But if he, sque- if he is a Barack Obama, now, okay, now they got to like, all right, well, look. I'll dude, say this. Is, this yeah. is what I, this honest to God truth. Mm-hmm. Like if... A woman knows her husband or ex-husband or whoever. Mm. She knows what they're capable of. And if he's a good man, she, she'll, she'll award whatever is necessary. But if she's been hurt and she's, she's damaged from his behaviors or whatnot, and right. she knows more. You know what I'm saying? Like my wife, like if we didn't work, she would definitely give me 50% of my kids because she knows the type of man that I am. No matter it didn't work with her. Like the man's job is to convince the woman that I'm just as capable as you to raise these kids. And if you can do that, like you can, you can split up peacefully, but it's always normally we the ones that mess up and they get the, they get the reward. And but but okay. But me asking you that, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not so much about that, but it's about what society, what the message that society is sending out because of this. We understand the ins and outs, mm-hmm. right? But like, but the message that's being being sent out. Okay, put it in even more simple terms, right? A woman that wears a dress is usually referred to as a lady, feminine, feminine. See what I'm saying? Okay. But you yeah, but yeah. you get what I'm saying? Okay. A woman that wears a dress, right? Uh-huh. A man that wears a suit. You think he's considered masculine? This is this is the societal norms. This is how society recognizes it. If you're seeing a man in a three-piece suit, you don't look at him and be like, that is one feminine motherfucker. La. Okay. No, because there's some okay. really... Oh, okay, 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 okay. Most okay, of, okay, most okay, of okay, the people okay, that dress... Okay, 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 okay. 
I thought you, you like you, if you, you see know, a man in a wife beater. I'm not a wife beater. A shirt. I don't want to say wife beater, but like like muscular guy. <laughs> I said it all the time. I be like, oh, this is the wrong terminology know, for right? this. We see, and we have to change that. Be like, oh, he's toxic. I've never beaten a wife in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody's. Like, come on. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. Um, but I mean, like, it's just over a course of time with the way they view men. Mm-hmm. And um, I like as we get older. I mean, as as time continues, right? I think that, like you said, the masculinity and feminine feminine part, it's it's going to mix in at some point. It's not going to be like, yeah, I yeah, I agree. And I think that is what society is trying to do right now. To be honest with you, like when it comes, okay. So when I say like getting rid of, right? So it's when it, when there's the the feminization of men is that a word is that a word is it's gonna right? work today is it gonna work today yeah. we know we know what we mean we mean what we say so when we talk about that right that if we're gonna feminize men then it's either gonna be something that is is harmful to the men right or it's thought to be like that is gonna be weakening us in society or and or it's gonna suppress whatever our biological tendencies are right like that's one piece of it. So that's kind of scary because why? Why, why because, scary? because because it's going to be an either or, right? So because the other side of it is like if this is successful, then it's taking certain traits out of being men and manhood. And it's coming to a point where it's going to it's going to it's going to make it where it's a neutral gender across the board. Like there's, what is it? They say the non-binary or whatnot. See, it, yeah, it, I think it's leaning. I think that, they're the most balanced out of people. What do you mean by that? Like, I believe it's a spectrum. Like you got the people that are completely masculine and the people who are completely feminine. It doesn't matter your actual gender. Right. Uh, but people in the middle, they have a, a, a balance of both sides. So if they feel like they want to go this way, they can without being judged. That's the reason why the, the what is it? The non-binary, like you said. Right. So even with the role, like if you look at any marriage, you can tell who runs the household, whether a woman or a man. Right. And the man is typically the, 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 the normally when a woman runs the household, the man is a complete gentleman. He's a really nice guy. And he understands that his wife is something different. Like, like, just think about all of the marriages that you've seen. You can tell there's no like half and half row. You can definitely tell who runs. Like <laughs> Really? What? When a to me, when a man says I have to check with the wife to see if I can come out. Like to Sorry. me, like, like for real, like, like, and I know that's okay, being yeah. respectful to the wife. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't think that that's no, okay, I, I, I just, yeah, I think that's, that's respecting your lady. So, no, no, no. Yeah. I, 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 that's not what I'm getting at. I'm yeah. saying that it's, you can say it in different ways. Like, you know, I'm gonna tell the wife, I'm gonna be out. It's two different ways that you could, it's several ways that you could display that information. But if he's like, let because, me, let me just make sure my wife ain't got nothing planned. And then that, I get and I get back at you. That's you know that's I mean? but yeah. that's but but see at the end of the day, like if you say I'ma see if my wife is gonna let me out, like if there's a possibility that's gonna be no. 
That's the way you deliver the information to the person. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, with me looking at people that were married, I can tell, I know who can get out without asking, but I know that they're going to talk to the wife like, I'm going to get out. But it's, it's a masculine aspect. It's like, I'm still, it's, it's just the way that you present yourself to the people around you. Right. So that's the masculinity part I'm talking about. Like, men that run their household, they want everybody to know that they run the household. So how they say the, mu- the, the, the information is what they want people to know. I am running my household. Just l- next time you get an opportunity to just view people's marriages, just listen how they talk. Oh, I, I'm already thinking of a couple of people in my mind where I'm just like, oh, yep. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, like yeah. they, like, I mean, I, you know, I was there. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, like, well, well see, yeah. I'll tell you this. I was, I was the masculine person that, that I described, but I would like to become the person that says, you know what? I'm going to make sure the wife ain't got nothing planned, but I'm down. You know, I, I want to give her the credit when I'm with my friends to say, hey, this is OK to say, too. But, you know, like I said, I grew up in a way to say I'll be there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like w- like no discussion with my wife with them. So it makes mm. it seem like I'm I'm doing everything. I don't know. I think I think I think it also I don't think it's a clear cut definition. No, it's not. It's not. It's you, not. You know it's what I'm saying? Because like. Even you and I, you know, we discussed something before and it was about us getting together. Right. And I was like, I asked you the other way. I was like, how you feel about. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I am, though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know like, what I mean? And you was like, yo, that's yo. So do you see like the, the you're not extremely masculine in the aspect of what we're talking about? You right. have more characteristics that have the nurturing aspect of caring about somebody else. Right. But what I was talking about, which, I mean, I get your point and I agree with you wholeheartedly, but what I was talking about was it seems like society is trying to push it to where the lines of, of gender roles or genders period is blurred. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the direction. This is, this is the movement behind. You think that's bad? Look, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's only it's only going to be the potential for for three different three different ways when it when it comes to that. So what do you mean? Three different ways. So either society is going to be set where like the gender roles are like blurred. Right. Mm -hmm. And like everything is just blended together or it's going to go away where the roles are clearly defined. No. Or people are just going to live their damn life. And not try to control or tell somebody else what to do and how it's going to be respected. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know of any other way. It's going to, it's going to be the first one where everything is going to be. It's evolution. Well, that's going to, I was about to say the only way that that's going to happen is where like the peak, cause it's already doing it. The only way that that's going to happen is when the people die off. No. And then it's accepted to be gender roles being blurred. Yeah. It's already happening. I don't don't think think so. Check this out. You go 400 years. Mm. You couldn't be gay anywhere, or you were on a, like a, a island of Lesbos. Yeah, but gay is different from no, let's no, not, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's no. Different. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying how we address things that it was not accepted to be gay, right? But so now it's a lot of the things of the, it's becoming blurred because we learned 
from what they told us. But as we move further, that's why I said it's going to become blurred because you're still talking about traditional values that may not play a role in a lot of people's households and they're still successful. I agree. But like I said, I, I don't think that that is going to happen until a breed of people dies yeah. off or not a breed, but uh, uh, what do you call it? Did you uh, ever um, so, a generation? So tell generation me of people die off in yeah. the 1800s. Let's say you grew up in the 1800s and you I actually good for, for show. And yeah. just think about it though. You you 1800s and you got to live 150 years and then you saw how women became independent because men were going to war. Now this is like 1950. Let's say 1950, right? And women are becoming they they start the the women's rights like in the end of the 60s. Women's rights? Or are you talking about that that mess they did in the south with them uh the the the, the slate uh the general's daughters or whatever association, whatever, no, I, whatever I, that was called. What well, I'm, not, I'm just one? saying the the one where women's rights became a part of the movement where they blurred in with black civil rights. Okay. And right. affirmative action came about. Affirmative action was a lot later. This Affirm- is like nah, the no, 60s. Affirmative action was initially, if I'm not mistaken, was initially an action that was put forward for white women. No, they help white women. No, get work. Yeah. no, 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 no. They, they just benefited the most from it. Okay. Yeah, that no, like that wasn't the intent of it. They just benefited the most well, from the movement. Right. Okay. Well, the in, but the intent, the so, intent. We getting past what, 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 what I'm saying though. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to put that. But the intent of it was it was a study that was done, and the study only focused on the black community and the black families, mm-hmm. right? And when it looked at the black families, it only focused on certain areas. It didn't take into certain things into account. For example, a father or fathers that work away from home. They're away. They're working abroad and they're sending money back. You see what I'm saying? They counted that black family as a fatherless home. Things like this. You see what I'm saying? So like this was the intent of the study. But yes, you're right. White women did benefit from it, which is just why I made it funny when they always complain about affirmative action. It's like your women are the ones that benefited from it the most, even though they studied us as a people. You get what I'm saying? And got the numbers wrong. But go ahead. I just wanted to make sure that was clear for them. So and. 1950s or the 60s right now let's say you're about to die do you believe that the transition of woman is about to completely change like it did would you have believed because you just said a generation of people would have to die but that happened right so that's what i'm saying evolution is going to continue and the the people get older and people are going to be able to articulate and state things that they can show through studies and say this is what's happening and then more information is going to get a semin- uh get given out to the world and people are going to change their minds and as it here, goes on we evolve here here's the here's the problem that I that I have I'm fine with and I and I support anybody of of any community lgbtq plus d- Help That's me out. No, there's more. Well, <laughs> there's no, I more. thought no, I there's thought more. plus was the representative oh, okay, for the others, but yeah. I wanted to get. But yeah, oh yeah, okay. I don't, yeah, okay. That's so, as far as but I got. as far as the community goes, I support. I probably won't be at a march. I'm just be honest with you. I'm I, not, I, I'm, could, I'm, I'm I could not, do that. I, I'm not going to parade, but I'll I buy could. T-shirts. I'll do fundraisers. Yeah, I don't want to wear I'll, a shirt. I'll, but I'll, I'll go. I'm not going to wear it. I said I'll buy them. Buy them and support them. It's like buying Girl Scout cookies, but it's like you keep the cookie. You know what I'm saying? That that type of thing, right? Oh yeah, I'll do. I'll do whatever to support. I'm with it. I'm with it. Be who you want to be with. Love who you want to love. Do you right? The same way that I support that, and the same way 
that I want you to go and live your life that way, respect me. Respect the fact that I'm old school. Who's disrespecting you? I'm not saying that they're not. What I mean is it's a double standard when you refer to the community sometimes. For example, let's say I'm friends with, with, with a, with a gay person, Mm -hmm. right? And if that, if that person said, yo, look at that dude over there, look at his ass, look at this or, you know, whatever. If I were to turn and say, ew, the fuck, ew, I'm homophobic. No. This is what, this is what happens though. No, well, you say no. No, but I say, I'm wait, wait, let me finish. Though. I, I want to know the situation. Right. I'm, I'm giving it to you. You say no. And I agree with this, you. Is I this also, your friend? It's just some, it doesn't even matter. To me it does, it does because. Okay, maybe. But let me finish. Let me finish what I'm saying. But when I, when I'm talking about the double standard, right? What I'm saying is it's, it's looked at like, if I see that, if I hear that and then I make a comment like, ew, you know, whatever, or that's nasty or whatever the case is, right? I would be looked at as somebody that is homophobic. Now, if you flip and reverse that, if I see a woman or if I'm talking about a woman in a sexual way and there's a gay person with me and he's like, ew, this what? it's just accepted. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I've heard that many a times. Do you get what I'm saying? You, you, I, you, you, you I, I do, from? but that's why I was wondering the person that you're talking to. But should it matter? People are people, right? This no. Is, this is what it's all about. No, this it, is why I'm talking about the double standard. We, we just talked and about the, the respect aspect. Right. If you res- disrespect somebody, you, is that your intention to disrespect anybody? But that's not, okay. I understand what you're saying. But what I'm, what I'm, trying, to, what I'm trying to pinpoint is like where there is a double standard when it comes to such things, Right. Where there is a double standard. I don't see and that as a double standard. That's what I'm saying. It, it is a double standard if if I can't do the same thing as someone else without being called something else. That is a double standard. No, I didn't. And, and, and in a loose definition, in a loose explanation, that's the epitome of a double standard. I know what a double standard is. I'm just saying. That's, I'm, that's the, but that's this, this is what I'm saying. Like if you, if the gay person is your friend. Right. And you say, ill, they're not going to be bothered. And even if it's not my friend. Well, you shouldn't disrespect anybody. And if that person said this, you get, you got to, you got to get you disrespected. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about that. I'm I'm talking about the point of a double standard, period. Fuck friends, fuck not friends, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm saying a double standard, a double standard doesn't know no friends. A double standard exists when we're talking about people involved. A double standard only matters if somebody's offended. That's the only thing that matters. Because my wife, if my wife says, um, I don't want doors open up for me, like, and all women want do- doors open up for them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a double standard, right? Like, why should I keep opening a door for it because everybody else is doing it? That's not a double standard. If my wife is expecting me not to open up a door, but everybody is opening up doors for everybody. There's an expectation that men open up doors. But what if she opens the door for me? Is it a double standard? Oh, if she does it for you. That's what I, I left. That, yeah, that, yeah. OK, yeah, yeah. OK, that piece. Yeah, yeah. So she that, does it for you. Yeah. But that's what I'm if sa- she's telling you not to do it for her, but she wants to do it for you and won't allow you to do it for her. Yes, that is a double standard. So my yes. point is, until it disrespects somebody, it's, that's when it's a double standard. That's the only way. But see, that's not the way that is laid out in society, though. For this particular example that I'm talking about, 
That's not the way that it's laid out. It's not it's it's put out there as a blanket. And what I'm saying, like, I know plenty of gay people. Uh Right. And (laughs) a lot of gay people will look at a woman because they think that vagina is nasty. You see what I'm saying? And make whatever comments they want to make about it. What I'm saying is if I did the same thing about a gay person, I'm looked at as homophobic. If they say it, it's just looked at as being gay. And you know what I'm talking about. You know, I, you know, that is. And so it's different from I'm the example the that you gave. habitual thought challenger. Right. But you know what I'm saying, though. I, you, you know, you know totally what I'm saying. Get and that's what you're completely saying. different. But I want you to understand that if you're not disrespected, it doesn't matter. But you're just saying it's just a double standard. I'm saying it's a double standard because it is a blanket that's put out there. You go on social media, even somebody listening right now. May, if they come in at the wrong point of this podcast and not understanding what we're talking about, they're going to be like, oh, see what I'm saying? Because it's just a blanket. You can't say anything. You can't even have an opinion about a gay, but, bi, lesbian relationship. An opinion. If you said, oh, if a person said this, I don't want to see two men kiss. Oh, homophobic. You see what I'm saying? It's a blanket that's put there. That's what I'm saying. Okay, and, and I know why that that is a, that that occurs mm. due to the tradition of the norms. The tradition like, of the norms. Yeah, the heterosexual as, relationship. Yeah, you know? Correct. Okay. So, at, like I said, evolving into what you I said, it's going to become more and more blurry. Right. Like now, it's like you know we're not the heterosexual people that you said that we're supposed to be because I'm a woman and I'm supposed to like a man. I like women. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot more accepted now. See what I'm saying? Like, like, mm-hmm. like we're not going with the norms anywhere anymore. It's, it's breaking through. So right. it's disrespectful to them because it's new for the most part. Okay. So until it's no longer new, then it won't be disrespectful. Right. And that goes to the other point that I was making. If, if it's about being respected for who you are, you got to respect other people that don't believe. They've been or, disrespected most of their life, though. So have I. I'm a black man. Hi. I'm, I'm, well, <laughs> so, for, but you get what I'm saying? Though? I do. But like you can't you if if you want people to respect you for who you are and how you are, you have to understand and appreciate that other people can think differently from you and still deserve to be respected, period. And if somebody feels that that is not the way to go about they're going to have a lot of problems in their life. They're going to be the source of or associated with a lot of problems in their life because you can't demand respect for being an individual or the person that you say and claim and feel and love and believe that you are and not respect other individuals for doing the same. Now, I'm not saying that that condones somebody going out and disrespecting because the same way that I stood up for that lady in Ikea and other situations that I've randomly been in, I would stand up for a person of the community. I would. So it's it's across the board for me when it comes to that. But you can't just tell somebody because it's new. You got to respect me and how I am. And you can't say this and you can't say that. And if you do, then you're homophobic. Whoa. People can have their own opinion about who and how and what goes on around this world. And you should respect that as well, because guess what? You want to be respective of who you are. You get what you give. And if you want to go around just bashing people for having an opinion, look, are you I, are you comparing heterosexuals getting bashed or homosexuals getting bashed? I'm saying anybody because look, any, we know anybody, this community though. of people agree are yeah. are they get bashed regularly. Right. Right. So you're not talking about being a black man to me. I'm, I'm, I'm referring to you just as a man. Right. 
So I'm saying this sexual orientation thing is serious and people talk about them because even the way you feel. Wait, for, wait let me just I don't want to I don't want to single anybody out because it's not just about sexual orientation. When it comes to the LGBTQ, the, the, the alphabet crew, that is. <laughs> Please forgive me if I've offended anybody. I didn't want to say the letters and leave something out. So I just, that's my apologies. But listen what I'm saying. Hey. Like, Wait. what? Wait. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, you know, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to leave somebody out named like. Oh my he's, God. No, no. You maybe forget what I was going to fucking say, man. No. Okay. I know what it was I was saying. So you said about gay people, right? But remember that the community is not just gay. No, no. Oh, that, but so it's not just about sexual sexual preference. We have people who are transgender, for example. Well, uh, the, the sexual, that's, but that's not that's not know, necessarily so, okay, about being gay, my, right? My, that's my, about who they feel who my they lack are on of the words. inside, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's all. I just wanted that clarity. So I'm just saying, like, as far as this group of people that's been attacked for so long, right? Like they just want to be regular too. Agree. And I, yeah. it's very, if you think about you, the way that you stand for, and you say there's just certain things that I don't want to hear, you know why? Because you were taught those things and you grew up in an environment where that was the norm. Think about it. I was taught what, what was the norm? The, your views. You didn't just develop these, this, 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 this. Everybody, life. most people in my family use the word. Don't what? Most people in my family use that word. What word? What we're talking about, the N word. We're not talking about the N word. We're talking you about the, you said what I no, won't. I'm talking about the way you view um, being gross as far as gay. I don't view it. I don't know. No, no, the example you gave, you oh, said okay. if I heard this okay. and then you would be homophobic if you said, oh, I don't want to hear that stuff. Right, 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 right. So right, I'm right, saying right, if right, you right, grew right, up right, in right. an environment where that was just regular. Right. We wouldn't be having this conversation because you would have a different norm. OK, well. For start, that was just an example, but reality is, and I think we were having this discussion another time or whatever. I don't want to see none of that, man, woman, woman, man, oh, yeah, yeah, woman, woman. But, like but we would, we that's sure. real world example. Yeah. But what I gave you was just an example, just for. But I'm the saying, sake but, of but those are your norms that you grew up on, right. that you decided that you know what is double standard. I feel like they need to be able to accept it just as much as I like. But if you grew up in that environment, you right. wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say it's a double standard. He's like, man, we've been beat up this whole time. Like people go out and people like they, they aim for us just like black, being black. Right. OK. Like so when I think about this, I think about black people in that community. Like that's that's even tougher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to get the idea that you grew up a specific way. You develop certain behaviors and uh, uh, ideologies that you still hold with you today. I halfway agree with you. You don't still hold them I, today? No, no, I'm saying about what you're about the example that you're giving or the explanation that you're giving. I halfway agree with you. And the half that I the half that I don't agree with is I'm only speaking about someone having an opinion about a lifestyle. They are allowed to have that opinion. I'm not talking about that person having that opinion and making life difficult for people of the LGBTQ plus community. I'm not talking about them committing hate crimes against members of the community. I'm not saying anything like that. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying simply having an opinion about that they're allowed to, and they should be able to, you may not agree with it. You may not want to hear it, but the same way that someone of the community wants to be respected 
for being a member of the community and making the lifestyle change, decision, choice, revelation, whatever it is. Being born. I'm, but whatever it, I mean, whatever it is that they feel, right? Whatever, I mean, because I guess revelation would fit that because they were born and then they have to come to a point where there's a realization, right? They're not born and then they just know. Like, no, I'm just it, doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. It comes over time as they get to know themselves, right? So that I would, I would call that the revelation part. I get it. It's like, oh, wow, this is who I am. What have y'all been telling me all this time? I can dig it. I like you, that. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So it's, and so I'm not excluding anybody. Believe me, I'm, I'm for this community. I'm for them. So I think it's a revelation, right? When they, they're well, born. That's, that's us too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, we do that about other things, maybe about our career path. You know, like, oh, I've been a teacher for 25 years, but it's just, it just felt like it wasn't, it wasn't for me. And then you go off and become a damn astronaut. I don't know. Like whatever. So it is what it is. All I'm saying is people should be allowed to have opinions. Those opinions should be able to be respected and people should not be name called for having opinions. Now, when those people cross lines and try to invoke harm, and let's say there's some toxic masculinity that's associated with that, there's hate crimes that are involved with that. Now, that's something different. But if someone wants to say that they don't agree with two women being together or two men being together or someone transitioning from nobody says it though. like you're making it seem like people say hey i just don't agree with that people do, yes no they i'm not do. i'm not saying yes, people, they do no, so, okay yeah, look, they check do. This. We, we can't say that all of the we know that all of the people that are feeling having opinion about it are not somebody that's like what they're doing what and then they go out and they try to find them and beat them up that's not happening to me you're you're putting you're putting a specific label on people who do that or does that and who does what D- does the 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 giving an opinion in a in a way that it doesn't offend like like you can have an opinion but if it offends somebody are we really talking about people being offended in 2021 no i can sneeze and somebody become offended i know but we're talking about a specific group of people where you say there's a double standard on how people okay all right let's be specific if 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 i'm sitting and having a conversation with two women that are in a relationship and I realize in that conversation that they're in a relationship and I can say, oh, yeah, we don't we don't condone that in my family. They can be offended by that, but I'm only expressing to them that did my they, family does not condone such a relationship. Did, did, did they that ask per- you for your opinion in this? I'm, or did com- you just it's a, volunteer? It's a conversation. And I said in the conversation, it is revealed that they are they are together. So, so my a, family a, don't like black people. Hey, man. But th- do you see why is that information necessary? I'm, I just said it was a part of the conversation. It was revealed in the conversation that they are together. I know. And you so said, I'm saying a person responding to that in conversation says oh, my family doesn't condone. So that. Did, how, how did they? I ask don't know you? how it came up. All I'm saying <laughs> is it was just a person expressing how they feel. The entire LGBTQ plus community is people expressing how they feel. This is why I say it's a freaking uh, 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 a double standard because people can express how they feel. And guess what? Surprise, surprise. It ain't got to be what other people like or what they want to hear. And it's OK. I do support the community. Yeah, but, I, guess, I but guess what? But guess what? Guess what? Some people might be offended that I support LGBTQ plus. They might be like, what the hell? He's a rapper. How can he? He's a this. How can he? He's a black man. How can he? Whatever. They can all kiss my ass. I support it. But what I'm saying is people that don't support it, if they want to express that, let them express it. I think there is a line 
there, there has to, you have to let people express who and how and what they want to be. You can't be a part of a community whose entire movement is let us be, think and live how we are. Uh-huh. And then you go against people who are responding to that with how they think and how they are. No, I think it's the presentation of words that become disrespectful for them. I agree, but I'm not talking about it being th- that's the whole point. You're leaning on somebody doing something where it's intentionally or potentially disrespectful. If somebody disagrees with anything you say, that could potentially become disrespectful because they disagree with you. I don't see that's that, what I'm saying. I think we're talking to each other right and it's now. A, and it's a sensitive world. No, yeah, it, it is. That's it's why I said we can't control our emotions. Who, what do you mean? That's why we're a sensitive world. If you could, if we wouldn't be a sensitive world, right, we right, could right. control our emotions. But that, just because we can't control our emotions doesn't mean that there are double standards that exist that should not be there or should be discounted or people should not be held accountable for. Just, I, just because people can't, I mean, come on. That, that's like saying you're having a conversation with someone and then they say something that you don't like and then you grab something and hit them over the head. There's no way you're going to be able to say something to a judge like, yo, but it's an emotional world, your honor. Right now, to me, what I'm hearing, let me just. Yeah, I'm hearing you say that um, I can disagree with somebody and it could be offensive to them. And then I'm saying that you can disagree. But what did you say to offend them? Was it because you disagreed? Because to me, I don't see people jumping off the meat rack. For disagreeing. It's the way you disagree. I gave you an exact example. So I'll say, again, two women in a conversation with someone. And I'm giving you an example of something that that I do know of that actually happened. Two women in a conversation. They're talking to one person that is not in that relationship, not in that family. In In that conversation, they learn that those two people are now a partnership, mm-hmm. right? That whole conversation was about, how do you feel about this? See what I'm saying? So to give more detail, the person that they were talking to was a parent of one of those people, mm-hmm. right? So those two people are like, this is what we are. This is who we are. The person responding, who's the father, is saying, well, we don't in our family. Yeah. If that's what it's going to be, I don't want to see that in our, in our home. You know, as my daughter, please respect, you know, this and this you be together. You do. But in my home, I don't want to see the holding hands and whatever. That's that man's home. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't either. But that that's my point. Some people and anyone can find any way and anything to be offended about anything. You see what I'm saying? Like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, which is why I gave it as an example. I doesn't give you all the details. So I would just wonder where the double standard came in. Like that was something different. That was something different. That was something different. We were talking about how people can respond to how they feel about a non-traditional relationship. Yes. Right. That person was responding to how he felt about a non-traditional relationship. Mm -hmm. He didn't say anything that was offensive. Correct. He was saying, this is how I feel. This is what my family will accept and not accept. I still, I mean, going even further, he was like, I still love you. You're my daughter. But in this house, this is not what we're going to be on display with. Totally agree with that. Outside of that. This Okay. And, but I'm saying some people could hear that conversation because even when I said it, you was like, well, they must have said, you didn't give me enough information. Right. But what I did give you, 
you thought, well, that person, you know, they're saying something that could be disrespectful to them. Ultimately, that's all that matters to me. The, right. the form of community. That's what we said. Like, right. People don't know how to talk to each other. Right. You can talk to people without disrespecting them and not agree with them. But if you uh, talk to somebody and you disrespect them in a way where they like disagreeing is not disrespectful. It's how you disagree with them. Agreed. I, I, I agree with you. That's we, what I'm we, saying. I agree with you. All, but all I'm saying is when I say about the double standard, some people would say he's wrong for expressing that. Really? This was the point. I this know, that's, point. but I this can't get that. But this was this. It doesn't is, make sense to me. But because you're a logical thinker. <laughs> you're a logical thinker. But I'm just saying, but that's what it was. And that was about, that's where I was responding saying, it's messed up when there's a double standard that's there. Because if those two would have, you know, I mean, obviously there's a, a family relationship, a family tie there. But the point being, one person is expressing how they feel in a respectful way about what's been presented to them mm-hmm. because they've told them what they're doing. It's fine. You can have differences. And guess what? That father's not homophobic because he told his daughter, this is how he feels. But when I say that's what I'm saying, but when it comes to the public side, if someone were to express that, that they don't condone such a relationship, a lot of the media, a lot of society will label them as a homophobe. Mm. This was the point. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I say it's a double standard. Because if a gay woman... I wouldn't have thought that was homophobe, though. But this is what they say. Yeah. This is what they that's, do. That's where the disconnect was. Right? But this is what they say. Facts? This is what they say. Now, if those two lesbians were to see a guy and the two of them make a joke together, ill, penis, dick, ill, no one would think twice. Double standard. No, we don't care. It didn't disrespect us. <laughs> okay, but but some people, but some people Only could it, find. That's why I said it depends on who's being disrespected. You don't think that has happened before? No, no, I'm not saying it hasn't. But I'm just this, saying that, and that's why I say it's a double standard because if it's happened once, it's happened. Therefore, it exists. Oh, I didn't say it didn't exist. Right. I'm just saying that it's only disrespectful when when it's a problem. Like like if you see two women and said ill, and then you you cause a big fit. Okay, 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 <laughs> right. If it's a problem, but that's the other part that I was saying. Society has not even worried about if it's a problem or not. You're getting, you can go make a tweet and say something about whatever, and you let the right hands get it, you're canceled. Communication. But, thi- but I'm just, but this is way, this is the way that society is set up. And a lot of that, going back to like our original conversation, because we got, but a lot of that, if it's a man that's doing it or saying it, then they're going to label him as, Somebody with toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. But we have it, though. Yeah, of course we do. How do like I think ultimately. But it's got to be it's got to be reined in. It's got to be controlled. But you you got to learn it from somebody or you have to go of find out how to do it. it. Yeah, we learn it from we learn it from ourselves. We learn it from from those around us. We learn it from those that brought us up. We learn it from those that we went to school with or, you know, filled voids in our lives or whatever. Of course, we learn it from television and movies. We learn it from everything that's around us. Of course. That's why children are so beautiful because they're so innocent. Mm. They haven't been tainted with this mess yet. You know what I mean? They haven't learned to lie. Good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're just being innocent and honest. Yeah. So we learn it from everything that's around us. Definitely. Of course. Of course, of course. So like it yeah, anyway. But you I, but you get you get what I'm saying. Like, that, that's the only part that I'm saying about the double standard. 
Like, and honestly, it bothers me because I do support the community. And when I see things like that, it's frustrating because it's like, it's not, it's not fair because I look at it like, wait a minute, I support, like I'm, I'm, I'm with you. So you, when do you get offended? What do you mean? About, about what? When that community speaks. I just, I don't, I don't like, the only thing that I don't like is when there is a blanket put over people speaking. Like I said before, when people say how they feel about something and what they think about something, that person or that group automatically being labeled as homophobic. Just because somebody doesn't like what you do and how you live your life and it happens to be something that is associated with or embedded in the LGBTQ plus community does not make you a homophobe. How you express, I agree with you 100 percent, a thousand percent, how you express what you feel about it could put you in that category. Definitely. But by somebody saying something as simple as we don't condone that in my family or we don't approve of that you know, in, in our family, or I don't approve of that, or, you know, this is not something that I want to be a part of, or whatever the case is, that's okay. It doesn't make that man or that woman a homophobe. I, that, so the way, like, when you present it that way, like, that's what I'm saying. That, that's, the, that's the reason why I said it depends on how it's said mm. and what's being said right. to determine if it's offensive. Like, I haven't seen anybody personally right. get upset with somebody who's stated that opinion that you have okay like it doesn't work in my family where somebody said oh that's disrespectful you're a homophobe i haven't seen that before that's the reason why i couldn't understand when you say like you know i i don't i don't condone that in my family that's not that's not acceptable like i don't know anybody that says oh you're a homophobe I've definitely heard that. Before. Oh, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, that's, what, that's why I was a, that like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was trying to get, I was like, I, why it was so important to the communication aspect. I used to, I used to help out in a, in a community in Hawaii. And some of the teens would say that about their parents because they've now said that they're going to come out. Right. Mm-hmm. And one parent, maybe the mother is like, I support you, Johnny. And the other one is like, nah, out of my house, get out. You know, whatever. You're yeah, not gonna, that, yeah. Right. But then when the children come and they're talking about it, the teens at the teen center, my dad is a homophobe. You know what I'm saying? Because father doesn't agree with the lifestyle. Now, granted, the parent probably says said all kinds. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. He did. I agree. He gave us a, he gave it away already. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But but what that did is it almost set a precedent where others that were hearing it are just, because remember people, people don't listen to everything that you say. They hear people pick and choose. They're selective listeners. I can dig that. Right. And so when other kids are hearing it and they're hearing about other parents disagreeing, maybe not being as harsh, right. It's an automatic label of, Oh, your dad's a homophobe. Oh, because Sarah's father didn't agree, whatever. So your, your father's just like hers. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then there's this blanket put over saying that people can't, people are allowed to disagree with a lifestyle and they can respectfully disagree with a lifestyle that does not make them homophobe. Definitely. But this is why I say this is, this is the problem that I have. Can you, can you, can you like not, can you not like black people and not be prejudiced? Say that again. Say it again. Can you not like black? Like, I don't mess with you. You know, in my household, there's no black people. 
Can I not be prejudiced? Well, prejudice or racist? Whatever it, you want to use. Well, I mean, racist it, is a system. So I'm saying right. prejudice as far as this person's skin color. Can I say, look, I don't have anything against black people. Okay. Do what you do. Just not up in this house. I mean, that's their home. I know, but are you, is he prejudiced? Yeah, definitely. So why is this person not homophobe by saying you can't have this in the house? I'm just trying to give an analogy. Because, it, I mean, I, and I agree. I appreciate it. And when we talk about somebody being homophobic, this is somebody, if I'm not mistaken, that's leaning towards the racism side, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's going into the system. It's going into an action, potentially. Right? I think homophobe is, is being prejudiced to a sexual orientation. Is that only? Is that only it? They're not. Oh, I don't know. Not, so you don't use them definite right. words. No, 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 I don't I don't I don't think I don't think having an opinion like it makes I, it hard with using that analogy though no, doesn't it No I'm not really I mean I'm just thinking about people that I know like I know someone in the UAE who is from the UK he's an older person white person and he mentioned he wouldn't he he mentioned his daughter was like seeing someone mm-hmm. but this person you know, was of another whatever. And he doesn't like the idea of people mixing. Mm-hmm. And he just like wants to keep the, the purity of. And he was like out, outright of, you know, whatever. Look, I'm not, I'm not for or against. But I'm going to say like, but I've known this person for eight years. Mm-hmm. I bet money if I called him right now and said I had a flat tire somewhere, not going with it. But you know what I'm saying? If I, if he would I, come through for he you. He would come through. So it's like, okay, he's. I don't know. If, I guess it's prejudice because there is a prejudgment towards a group of people and you don't know all the people of that group. Cool. You're prejudiced. But is he racist? I've known him since 2012. No lie. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, see, I don't want to really use racist, though. But that's, you see, to me, that's a, this, it's a, it is different. Yeah. Racism is different. But you see what I'm saying? So like what I mean is. It's the person, the person, there is a thin line. That's a good that's a good ass point. There is a thin line because just because I know that I bet I can call him on phone right now. But like just because I know this person, I know he's a cool dude. This is just his view on how he thinks relationships should be. But that comes through communication. If you didn't talk to him and you just heard bits and pieces, like you said, of other people, right. you would say that he don't he don't mess with black people or people of color. But you know him. You've communicated right. with him where right. you know that he will do this. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Right. But that now you're going to prove prove the point that I was making where there is a blanket that is being put on people, a blanket statement being put on people because they make a statement because of the lack of communication and the people don't know. And I think that that's unfair. It is. I, you, I you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so now we're making full circle. There yeah. we go. Yeah. I think that that's unfair, but yeah, but this person, like I said, he was, I don't want to give too much information, but yeah, Look, but I don't, I, I don't, I, deal but, with, I, but I don't, I don't like, let's say hypothetically, I don't deal with gay people. Yeah. And I know gay people I could call to come get me. Like, I'm not going to say, man, because it's sexual orientation, I can't have them help me. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's still the line that you said, like, what is offensive? Okay. But, okay. So for clarity, right? When we look at, when we look at somebody's sexual orientation, when we look at 
right? Let's just say that, for example, right? We're talking about a decision that they've made with their life or things that they do within their life. And whatever that thing is that they do is us deciding whether we want to be or not be associated with that person. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if somebody said that they didn't want to hang out with people that drank alcohol, if they didn't want to hang out with people that did drugs on the weekend, if they didn't want to hang out with people that party, they didn't want to date somebody that party. Form of prejudice. But these are all prejudices. For sure. Right. But it doesn't mean I can't be cool with you because you go to the club every weekend. Until you disrespect them. Like, I ain't messing with you drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. True. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but it that's, depends. Right. That's, that's, yeah. But we're just talking about the blanket statement. That's the piece. I get it. I get when, the blanket when, statement. When we get into the weeds, of course. Right. Yeah. Because now we're going to have a conversation and now we're going to talk about why you feel this way and what made you think this way and what happened to you. And, you know, you think this way about all black people? Like, how bad were your relationships? Like, what really went down? So, yeah. If, if you sat down with the most prejudice people to mm. the point where they're the extent of the system of racism. Okay. So when I'm referring to homophobes that really believe in heterosexual uh, relationships, people uh, of a white descent, Caucasian descent that totally against people of color. Right. The if Aryan, they, Aryan. Yeah. Nation. Like yeah. if they were to sit down with a person of those and they were forced to talk to each other, the communication would bring them together. The pride, if they needed each other, until you need somebody, you can have all the prejudices you want. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So I re you remember the movie American History X? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was, uh, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> I know you're about to make a face. Uh, he played the, I know he, he Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. Edward Norton, yeah. yeah. Okay, look, the definition for, for homophobic, um, disliking or fearing homosexuals to an unreasonable degree. Prejudice against homosexual people. Yeah. And then relating to, yeah. I just being, think being biased, having a belief or attitude. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's prejudging them. It's it is. Judging them. And yeah. but, but like I said, until it's disrespectful, that's when it's a problem. Like, uh, that's why I said I don't see that community tripping unless they're being disrespected. And when you you gave the example, I looked at it wasn't disrespectful. Like, I, I didn't see that community responding the way you you. OK, I'll give you a real world example. And I think I think this does fit it and we'll go ahead and wrap this up. But uh, Chick-fil-A, mm -hmm. the owner of Sunday, do, do, do you know about do you know about Chick-fil-A, the owner and how they do business or whatever? Yeah. OK, yeah. Thank you, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like, thank you for your chicken. Oh, look. So, look. <laughs> it's delicious. Bruh, it is amazing. So Chick-fil-A, I think they made a statement about, oh, man, I I don't want to get this wrong because it's, but didn't Just they, 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 okay. Overall synapses. I believe they made a statement about homosexuality and how they support or prefer or lean towards traditional Correct. marriages and whatnot. And because of that, and this is really funny, though, but because of that, the LGBTQ plus community was like in an uproar about it. It's like, oh, this boycott. But it was funny, like comedians was making jokes and it was like like underground members of the, the alphabet community was like, wait a minute, guys, do we really want to do this? Chick -fil -A? <laughs> like, Have you had that? Like, do we really want to do this? But you know what? So, so, you know why they. But, oh, I'm sorry. Continue. But I was just going to say, but like that, that's just one of those things where they made whatever their statement was about traditional marriage. And if you know about Chick-fil-A, 
right? I mean, I'm talking to the people out there. I know you know. But if you know about Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is a place that is always closed on Sunday, right? Um, they're only available they're a Christian-based organization for the right. most part. If you want to be a, a franchise owner, you have to you have to be a Christian. He he watches you. Let me tell you something. I know something to the degree of, you know, they got they got one Chick-fil-A in the Atlanta Hartsville Jackson Airport. I know somebody that was working there, was she was in HR, but she was overseeing the restaurants, mm-hmm. right? There was a girl that was on the front counter who was pregnant at Chick-fil-A. She wasn't married, no wedding ring. Chick-fil-A's people was doing an inspection. I was like, what is this? And they said, no, you need to put her in the back to work on whatever or send her to a different. We don't want somebody who was out of wedlock, pregnant at our register. It gives the wrong impression. This is how intense Chick-fil-A is. I I don't I don't think that's intense at all. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think that these people got a lot of money and they don't really care about it. When you can close on Sundays, <laughs> the day that everybody looking for you, like, listen, <laughs> right? not only that, when you can create standards that you live by and not worry about it, right? Like that's standing for something like I, I love it. I don't mm. agree with it, mm. but I love that they stand for it. And it's not about money, right? Because any other organization would have like curved their, their, their belief system. Right. Perfect. I'm glad you agree with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but these people and what they said about traditional marriage. Oh, I, I don't believe in that. I believe mm. I love that they stand on what they stand for. Right. But I'm just saying, but like that wasn't really offensive or was it? Because if you're not one that is for traditional marriage, you automatically take offense to it. That's the point. Well, I didn't. So and I'm not for a traditional marriage. Right, but some people did. This is why they were boycotting. That's 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 the point that I was making. They made a, a generic statement about a lifestyle. Everybody want to be important. But they made a generic statement about a lifestyle. And even though they didn't say it, and I don't think it was in a disrespectful way, people found a way to feel disrespected by it. You're never going to please everybody. And that's what I'm talking about with this whole blanket thing. The moment somebody says something that goes against what you think or, di- or believe or live or whatever, you're wrong. You're this, you're that, you're against us, you're this, you're a bigot, you're whatever. And it's just like, yo, man, it's, uh, people got to live. People got to be allowed to live. And I don't know, man, it's, it's frustrating, bro. And it's, I, I think, I don't know what it's going to take for us to, to change or no, for it to change. Or, no, we don't have to do anything. We just got to live. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. Right. That's why I'm going to live 160 to watch it. Wow. Let's wrap this up, man. What you want to say to the people before we head out? Hey, I just wanted to shout out Carter G. Woodson. He uh, is the founder of Negro History Week. That's the reason why we celebrate um, uh, Black Black History History. Month. Uh, Carter G. Woodson is a member of Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. Wanted to give that shout out. And last shout out, I wanted to show love to HBCUs. you guys are definitely the foundation of education for people of color, and I support you all. I want to give shout outs to all the universities, but I will leave out somebody and somebody will get mad. But I just want to give that shout out, even though I'm a Spartan till I die. Go green. <laughs> this dude. Okay. Um, but yeah, you guys have been listening to Diverse Clarity. And uh, like I said, this this was an episode where we uh, we kind of dived into toxic masculinity. No matter, no matter how much of a tongue twister <laughs> those two words. TM. I wonder how many, how many times we almost like stumbled over that. Look, you I was like, mean? they're going to talk about us. Bruh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You know, we'll go back and we'll dub it in. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll dub it in. You'll never know. <laughs> like Inshallah. This. 
But yo, so um, but in in light of what we were talking about, and you know, ending ending on a note of understanding, uh, listen, there's nothing wrong with with being a man that or human that doesn't fit in society's constructed norms of what masculine is or what what feminine is, and and all of that. But the idea of getting rid of those, I, I don't know. I, I I feel that we we probably want to step away from that. Just live, right? There's value in, in masculine men, period. And equally as important, there's growth in appreciating human beings for exactly who he, she, and they are. So now those of you who are toxic, y'all might have some work to do. And you know who you are. So uh, be a we man all, about it. We all got to work. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. But this was a... Uh, Another episode of Diverse Clarity, right? For Which sure. is uh, where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. And this was definitely one of those episodes that did matter. For sure. We hope that you all gain something out of it. Um, feel free to drop into the comments and let us know what you thought. Give your feedback. And, um, yeah, let's learn together. Let's See you it. next episode. Peace.